It's very easy to tear a team down if you take a sledgehammer and you just smash it and you just send stuff out. Uh, this has been an incredibly impressive series of moves that the Thunder have made. And uh, I know it's become kind of comical at this point, the number of picks that they have coming in. But I think they deserve a lot of credit for um, you know very precisely going through this and maximizing every return they're getting, up and up, including the last move they just made. Well, I guess they traded for TJ Leaf today, but getting a first round pick and two second round picks and George Hill, who I think they'll be able to flip to somebody else for assets for Steven Adams, a nice center. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, no, hold on, hold on, stop. Okay. I don't want to talk about Oklahoma City. Well, I was, I was going to, I was going to go hold, into hold, New Orleans hold, with bro. Fun, though. Hold <laughs> on. I didn't want to talk about Oklahoma City. I said they were rebuilding. I know. But I was going to. I was going to use that trade to go into New Orleans. But what I that's okay. Talk about is New Orleans. No, that's what I was trying to do. You think has downgraded? Um, well, that's what I was trying to do. But sure. Well, let me set it up. You have to be willing to rewatch a movie. Oh hell yeah! is the official watch of the NBA. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. I'm oddly intrigued by neck tattoos. Well, we love China. We love no playing there. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just hitting me right now. Shut up and listen. You, you think you're better than me? Bye. All right, Ben, it was a slow uh, few weeks there for us, but the NBA is now moving full steam ahead, my friend. The, the 2020 draft is in the books. We're off and running with the NBA offseason, free agency, signings, trades. Um, there's a lot to discuss and unpack, my friend. How are you doing? How are you holding up? Have you have you put your Blackberry uh, down yet? How are you doing, man? No, I still have six Blackberries uh, open and active. Your it's poor been... wife. You never yeah. give yourself a break. You're always on the phone with these agents and league execs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been, you know, like, listen, when you're in the industry, like we are, Chris, you know, in our world, yeah. Um, this is uh, this is this is silly season, yeah. This is it's, the it, hot it's, stove, it's been man. yeah. It's exactly the hot stove. The stove is always burning hot, uh, and you can't rest. You can't. I haven't slept in days, weeks. Nope. I can't even uh, keep track anymore of uh, you know wh- where I am, what uh, what month it is. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's another emergency pod um, that that we're bringing to you every single day is an emergency. I got off a conference call with John Hollinger and Zach Lowe before, and I was saying to these guys, mm-hmm. I was saying, you know, I actually sleep now with my BlackBerry in my hand, and I just wait, oh, yeah. for, I wait for those vibrations uh, to wake me up in the middle of the night, 3 a.m., oh, Bam out of Bayou has extended a max contract. Uh, it's fantastic to know. I don't sleep. I've been just guzzling coffee. Yeah, that's the only way you can, you can do it. Uh, veterans like us, uh, uh, you know, of the industry know that um, you got to put the BlackBerry uh, against your head. Yep. I have another BlackBerry that I put in my pants. Um, <laughs> oh my God, Ben, A little yeah, TMI, no, but we appreciate listen, that. Yeah, it wor- you know it works. It wor- you know we we all have our little tricks and uh, and, and that'll uh, wake you, know, you up. Yeah. different habits yeah um so it's been working for me i feel very plugged in at all times literally i imagine um, yeah and um and uh yeah so we are now here to uh share all of the insider information that we've been collecting uh with our uh with our loyal listeners well dude so, the, the nba season is like now uh, less than a month away it's incredible uh so we are, we are at warp speed here ben a uh, little housekeeping then we'll hop into it a quick reminder um, ben, we're a bit stuck in neutral right now with these iTunes reviews. Um, so if you're a regular Swish FM listener, if, you, if you're just stumbling onto the show now for the first time, a reminder to please rate, review, subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, wherever you get podcasts, and leave us a review. Ben and I have our, our uh, end-of-year review coming up with corporate 
Um, mm-hmm. And spoiler yeah. alert, then. OTL Inc. Uh, has our, our meeting scheduled. It's on the books. I glanced at your review, Ben, uh, uh, from our OTL overlords, and I'm sorry, Ben, it does not look promising for you to get that oh, no. uh, Christmas bonus that you had your eye <laughs> oh, on. No. I know that you oh, had asked no. for a, uh, a little bump in why your salary. Why would you tell me that, Chris? Uh, why would you Why would you break that news to me right because now? Days before Thanksgiving. Specifically, no, a day, one day. Specifically, I I am trying to get us some iTunes reviews to get uh, to get mm. Ben Craw and, and and Chris Wendelkin in the good graces of our corporate overlords, the OTL oh. Inc. So please, we humbly ask our audience if this radio program uh, adds value to your life, if if you enjoy this radio station, uh, leave us a five, six, seven star review in iTunes. Write us a review. Our jobs, our livelihoods as radio hosts, they absolutely depend on it. Leave us a review. Yeah, it's really unfortunate because I've been getting, personally, I've been getting a lot, a lot of positive feedback from our uh, previous episode, Chris, our uh, our draft night team-by-team oh, uh, yeah. team grades. I mean, the, the reviews for that were glowing. Yeah. Uh, they just weren't on iTunes, um, oh, apparently. A lot of people have been messaging me privately, uh, to, you know, coming up to me in person right. on the street, um, and well, just... You know, just gushing, gushing with praise. Um, the shame and, of it and, is, of course, is the OTL Inc. is obsessed with these metrics. They they yeah. want to see these iTunes subscribes. They want to see these they're iTunes not, review, reviews. Yeah, they're not a real people company. You know, oh. they're they go by the algorithms. They go by the data. They're they're really into the their big data. Their yes. big tech. Yes. Um, they don't really value the 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 personal. You yep. know, the the face to face contact. It's of no um, interest to them doesn't really doesn't really um you know move the needle for them um so as much as i appreciate uh, the just uh, i mean abundance the the overflow of of uh, of positivity and and compliments from our uh, from our past work um you got to put it down uh in that in that iTunes box and and click submit uh cuz right. otherwise you know, uh, don't, I'm not saying that I that I don't appreciate it. I do, um, but just try to get it to us in the uh, in the iTunes format as well. We want Ben to get um, that Christmas bonus. It all. We uh, are still number one on the on the Apple charts. Sure, but if we want to stay there, if we want to stay there, we're going to need a little bit more help uh, from our listeners. So. Little little engagement. All right, Ben. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do uh, for you, Ben. We're gonna we're gonna run through all the big uh, trades mm. that have gone down in the last week or so. Uh, and then I'm going to rifle off um, our top maybe 20, 30 free agent signings. And then, Ben, we will discuss our winners and losers of the NBA offseason. So, again, we're not going to cover everything. We just want to look for, like, the top line kind of headline stuff. Um, okay. So here are some of the big trades, Ben. So we, of course, had Chris Paul, CP3, being traded from the Oklahoma City Thunder to the Phoenix Suns. In return, OKC got... Kelly Oubre, Ricky Rubio, Ty Jerome, Jalen Locke, and a protected 2022 first-round pick. The Thunder then sent Ricky Rubio and picks, uh, Ricky Rubio and a pick to the Timberwolves for uh, what turned out to be the number 17 pick, who turned into Alex Pukajewski. I don't, I don't actually know who you're talking about. <laughs> okay, great. Um, and then, of course, Kelly Oubre was traded from the Thunder to the Golden State Warriors. Um, mm. Milwaukee, the Bucks, they went all in uh, on a title run here. Of course, they acquired Drew Holiday. Um, they at one point signed and traded for Bogdan Bogdanovich, but that, of course, uh, that trade was rescinded as the mm-hmm. league opened up a tampering investigation. Um, so as part of the trade for Holiday, Milwaukee sent New Orleans a package that included Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, three first-round picks, Um, and a 2020 first-round pick from Indiana. Um, And then there were also, I believe, some pick swaps in 2024 and 2026. And, um, and of course, I mentioned the Bogdanovich uh, sign-and-trade, which involved Dante DiVincenzo and Ursan Ilyasova and DJ Wilson. That has since been nixed. Uh, We had Clay Thompson rupturing his Achilles, we had uh, Russell Westbrook and James Harden. They requested trades. The 76ers traded Al Horford to the Thunder for Danny Green and picks. Then Danny Green was sent to the Philadelphia 76ers. Dallas acquired Philadelphia's Josh Richardson and the number 36 pick for Seth Curry. Um, those were some of the big major headline trades. 
And mm-hmm. now, Ben, let's quickly... <clears throat> did we talk about Rubio going to... Did, did you mention him? Yeah, we mentioned Ricky Rubio. Mm-hmm. So it, Ricky it. Rubio went from Phoenix to Oklahoma City for Chris Paul, and then from from uh, Oklahoma City to Minnesota. So um, Ricky Rubio right. eventually landing in, Minos- in and Minnesota. And who did they get from Minnesota? I forgot. In the OKC deal for Ricky Rubio? Yeah. I believe it was a package of picks. Um, Got it. So yeah. just just picks. They didn't get anyone major in return. I'm pretty sure it was a it was a package of picks and that uh, guy Poku, uh, the the, mm. the seven foot tall beanpole out of uh, uh, Lithuania maybe or mm. uh, L- Latvia I think. Um, got it. Got okay, it. and as of now, here are some of the top free agent <laughs> signings. So we have uh, Brandon Ingram extending with the New Orleans Pelicans five years, 158 million dollars. Fred Van Vliet stays in Toronto with the Raptors. He agrees to a four-year, $85 million deal. Gordon Hayward is moving from Boston to Charlotte on a four-year, $120 million deal. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich goes from the Kings, and he winds up agreeing to a deal with the Atlanta Hawks, four years, $72 million. Christian Wood is going from the Pistons to the Rockets on a three-year, $41 million deal. Joe Harris is staying in Brooklyn on a $75 million deal. Mm. Danilo Gallinari, he's going from OKC to Atlanta. Gordon Dragic is staying in Miami. Uh, Jeremy Grant is going from the Nuggets to the Pistons. Davis Bertans is staying in Washington on a five-year, $80 million deal. Montrez Harrell is uh, going from uh, the Clippers to the Lakers, so he's just going cross town on a two-year, $19 million deal. Marcus Morris is staying with the Clippers for $64 million. Serge Ibaka is going from Toronto to the Clippers. Marcus All is going from Toronto to the Lakers. KCP is staying with the Lakers. DeAnthony Melton extends with the Memphis Grizzlies for $35 bucks. Paul Millsap is staying put in Denver. Malik Beasley is staying put in Minnesota for $60 million. Yaka Pertle agrees with the Spurs for three years, $27 million. And then, uh, you know, we have some lower rung, interesting guys like Aaron Baines. He's going to Toronto. Tristan Thompson is going to Boston. Jay Crowder, I think this is an interesting move, is going from Miami to Phoenix. Uh, mm. Justin Holiday is staying put in Indiana. Derek Favors is going back to the Jazz. Juancho Hernan Gomez is staying put in Minnesota. And then, um, you know, Dario Saric is staying put in Phoenix. Jordan Clarkson staying put. Derek Jones is going from the Heat to the Blazers. Um, Rajon Rondo is going to the Atlanta Hawks. Wesley Matthews is going to play for the Lakers this year. Um, Did you mention uh, Christian Wood? Did I miss yeah, that? Yeah, Christian yeah. Wood we mentioned is going from the uh, Pistons. <laughs> okay, I really got to listen more closely. I apologize. <laughs> no, I'm talking pretty uh, caffeinated and quickly. There's a lot of, a lot of names yeah, that you're yeah, throwing yeah. around here. Christian Wood is going from the Pistons to the Rockets. Mm. Um, so those Did you mention some... Harry Giles? Uh, Harry, Harry Giles Harry the Blazers? Giles, uh, Harry Giles is going to be going to the, the uh, Blazers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a sneaky one. Yeah, sneaky sneaky, sneaky pickup. All right. There, yeah. there are, um, you know, I think there are, I don't know, probably, probably close to 100 guys that signed um, contracts. So we're not going to cover them all. But uh, those are some of the big headliners, Ben. Um, and now I want to talk, uh, you know, a little meat and potatoes here. Our winners and losers of the NBA So many winners, so many yeah, losers. Man. We've got to make sense of this. We've yeah. got to divide these teams into winners and losers. It's the only way. The only way to do it. To create order from this chaos. Yep. This absolute chaos that has overwhelmed us the past uh, several weeks. Who's your, um, who's your first big uh, winner or, or loser? Uh, let's start positive. Um, sure. I really love... Chris, this is a team that not many people are talking about. They're a little bit under the radar. Yeah. But my big winner for the 2020 NBA offseason was the San Antonio Spurs. Yes. Um, those new uniforms um, are really kind of what's driving this decision for me, uh, I'll be honest with you. And you might not think that's you know free agency related, but I have to believe that it played some, some part um, in... Uh, you know, their ability to retain some really big names. Uh, I'm talking about Jakob Pertl, um, who, yeah, he might not, uh, you know, blow up the stat sheet every single night, but uh, he's a very key young piece um, 
for uh, for that Spurs team. Um, another guy, Trey Lyles. Again, not a, not a huge name. Dude, but, I didn't uh, realize that they're do- they're going with the Fiesta Edition jerseys. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. is something I mean, that yeah. Swish FM has been asking for. I mean, for I'm years. Pr- I'm pretty confident that we played some small part in that. Oh, this um, is huge. Uh, this is yeah, really I, big for us. Yeah, yeah. According to a lot of sources I've talked to, um, is San Antonio? You know, there are a lot of there are a lot of executives around the league and a lot of you know team uh, design uh, you know heads directors um, who who do tune into the podcast. Is San Antonio um, the first front office that has bent to our will? Um, that is really what a get for Swish I FM. Know. I know. Pretty pretty incredible. Very proud moment for us. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, the uh, the Fiesta uniforms. I don't know if they're going to be every night or if those are just city editions. I think they're city editions, but right. if they well, are you know smart, how it normally works. Yes. Yeah, if a city edition is popular enough, it pretty much just uh, takes Supplants. over as yeah. as the regular exactly. Um, so yeah, I love I love the new uniform uh, decisions um, that they that they took uh, you know their their cues from us on. Um, and then, yeah, Jakob Pertl and Trey Lyles, uh, retaining those two guys is very important. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, no huge flashy moves, but listen, um, NBA championships are not won in a single off season. No. Um, so I really love their slow and steady approach. Great. Uh, they did say goodbye to Bryn Forbes, um, which is, you know, it's a loss, but, um, I mean, it I think also they opens can... up playing time for your boy, uh, Derek. So exactly. Yeah. And, and Lonnie Walker. Yeah. Um, a lot of, a lot of young pieces that, that now have uh, a little bit more room to flourish. So I love that. Man. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to give my number one winner to, uh, San Antonio Spurs. Okay, great. All right. My first big winner here, Ben, of this, uh, NBA off season is Mark Bartlestein of priority sports and entertainment mm. agent to Gordon <laughs> Hayward and Mason. And Plumley, yeah. holy smokes, yeah. Ben! Yeah. Your boy Mark got a few incredible paydays over the last few days, man. Yeah, he did well. He did well for his holy clients. Holy smokes! Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. So Michael Jordan and Mitch Kupchak—they get sick and tired of losing. And what do they do? They want to provide some veteran structure, some leadership for their prized rookie Lamelo Ball. And in walks Mark Bartlestein and Gordon Hayward. To the tune of four years, 120 million bucks. Furthermore, mm. Ben, they're stretching Nick Batum. So annually, when you think of this transaction as Gordon Hayward coming in and Nick Batum going out, this contract is effects- effectively going to function and look like basically a $39 million per season deal for Gordon Hayward. So you're almost paying $40 million a year for Gordon Hayward. I mean, Hayward. listen, when you have a chance to add a you know, a, ch- a championship winning piece sure. like Gordon Hayward. I mean, that's, this is the kind of guy that is going to be the difference um, maker, in my opinion. I love it. Um, uh, yeah. You know, the East is wide open. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Milwaukee Bucks and their yes. complete disintegration. Yes. Um, I mean, I love and, it, man. Uh, if you, I feel like this is the, this is the time that you, Charlotte, um, you know, they, they saw the window and they said, we're going for it. We're going, we're going. We're put, pushing all our chips into the middle of the table. We're going all in, as they say in Texas yes. Hold'em. Yes. Um, Look for the Charlotte and, uh, Hornets to make a run at that sixth, at the sixth seed, at the seventh seed, at the eighth seed in the East. Orlando, right. Washington, Chicago, Atlanta, Cleveland. You're on notice. You're on the clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and while we're at it, Ben, while we're talking about uh, your boy Mark, we also need to talk about. Um, we'll, we'll discuss um, the Detroit Pistons at greater length in a, in a sec. But wow. What an absolute yeah. gold mine for my guy yeah. Mark B and Priority Sports to be pairing the Pistons and Mason Plumley together for three years and twenty-five million dollars. Here's a guy Ben Mason Plumley who last year put up seven points and five rebounds a night on seventeen minutes a game Huge. per thirty-six per thirty-six. That guy is a monster. What a beast! Yes, mm-hmm. let's unleash Mason Plumley on the Eastern Conference. He's a double-double machine. Here come the Pistons. I am fired up for Mark Bartlestein of Priority Sports and Entertainment. That's my first big winner from the weekend, Ben. Mark Bartlestein. I mean, talk about a a plum dog millionaire, am I right, folks? Um, Listen, when you're in the final minute uh, of the fourth quarter of a um, a pivotal playoff game and you need to make an offense for defense substitution... Yes, the man you want to make that substitution with for of is Mason Plumley. Yeah. I mean, he is 
to my mind, the definition of the offense for defense substitution. Yes. Um, uh, which is one of my favorite moves, you know, strategic coaching decisions in, in basketball. <laughs> and the good news um, is, Ben, you're going to be making those substitutions for the next three years to the tune of $25 incredible. million. Dollars. I mean, when, awesome. when you get a chance to do something like that, you jump at it every time. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go for it. All right, Ben, give me, um, give me another uh, a winner or a loser. Or, uh, I, you know, I also have another category here called uh, the jury is still out. Um, mm, so if you're in between on somebody, too, that's totally fine, too. Uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. we'll, we'll keep it loose here. But uh, so, someone that you thought really did well or, or kind of missed the mark. Um, well, let's see. I am going to go, since I went with a winner for my first pick, I'll turn oh, my no. gaze toward the loser category. Oh, no. um, now, you brought up uh, Gordon Hayward in, yeah. uh, in, in your last um, uh, pick there, um, who, you know, I think that he is certainly a winner uh, in many respects. Right. Um, I mean, in, in multiple respects. Um, but I have to say that his his uh, his poor wife Robert Robin, Robin. Hayward, um, I believe she might be a, a a big loser of this free agency period. <sighs> what happened um, to her? Well, so uh, you see, Chris, she's uh, she's been living in Boston, you know, for the past uh, few years with her with her husband Gordon. Yep. Um, and according to an Instagram post uh, that she wrote. Um, she is really going to miss that place, uh, specifically the uh, local police department of uh, of the city of Boston. <laughs> oh she she wrote uh, she took to Instagram uh, and wrote this uh, following news of uh, of of um, you know her family's departure from Boston. She wrote, contrary to the media in Boston, I have really enjoyed my time there and the relationships I made. I'm going to miss the community I lived in. From the local police officers for checking in on me every day. <laughs> the wonderful friends I made at the Roche Brothers, who were always ready to chat when I was lonely. My wonderful neighbors, and of course, my friends at the cheese shop. Um, <laughs> she went on to, you know, say a few more things. But uh, but I just really feel for Robin. Um, I mean, the idea Wait, of, so the cops uh, would check in on her every day? Every day, every single day, <laughs> uh, local police officers would, I, I don't know, just knock on the door. a squad car would just pull up he, to the Hayward he, house. And, yeah, a little whoop, whoop. Hey, yeah. Robin, I'm just yeah, checking it's, in. It's, I'm going to you know, run into town, grab some bagels. Can I get anything for you? Have you yeah, noticed any sort of suspicious activity in the neighborhood? Right. Yeah, I don't know if she was actually acting as, uh, you know, as, as like a source <laughs> of information cop. for them. Yeah. Uh, it's possible that she was doing some work on the side. Um that is uh, fucking but, amazing, man. Yeah, I, yeah. Again, I'm not. I don't know exactly the um, context of know, that. the details of, of that arrangement. Uh, if they came in the morning, if they came at night, um, if she if she called nine one one every single day, um, it, you know, if they if they didn't come on a certain day, would she, you know, would would she would she. Um, uh, call call them up. I don't know exactly, I know. but I I um I just really hope that the um the police department of the city of Charlotte uh, takes note. What's um, your emergency? Oh, this is a Robin Hayward of uh, the Boston Celtics. Yeah, um, I'm I'm here. I'm still at home. Uh, anytime you guys want to check in on me, I'm I'll be here. My door is open. Just ring the doorbell. I'd like to report um, some suspicious activity in the Boston Celtics locker room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so good there's yeah in the visitor's um, locker room right now the charlotte hornets we have uh we have al horford visiting us tonight i'd like to report yeah. some suspicious activity yeah i believe he's a locker room cancer you may want to look in on him um so uh so yeah i hope i hope robin is able to find a new home i hope there's a cheese shop in yeah. charlotte um that she's able to uh you know, to get to know. Sure. Um, I don't know what the Roche Brothers are. I think um, that's actually a grocery chain. Um, is I, it? Yeah, okay. I think it's a grocery market chain. Um, uh, yes, you're right. Yep, a supermarket company. I'm not familiar with that, but yeah. um, looks to be a sort of a Boston area uh, chain. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm, I'm just... Uh, best you know, luck to Robin I'm, and the Hayward family. Yeah, well, well wishes to Robin. Yeah. I am. Um, I'm sorry for your Thinking loss. Thinking of but you I... during this uh, holiday season for your loss, Robin. Definitely. <clears throat> All right, um, Ben. Well, maybe on that note, I'll uh, I'll look to my 
to my loss column to my I, mm-hmm. I hate I hate calling these team these teams losers but um they suffer no, they're losers listen Chris yeah uh, fair is fair in in the in the game of life there are winners and losers okay um, well then this is this is a loser Ben and it's a big one yeah uh, and it's the Milwaukee Bucks Ben e. this is uh this is a topic Ben that you have been talking about for a while now yeah. and I wasn't totally convinced I wasn't totally there. But I am getting really concerned now. Um, my my you know my, my emergency uh, uh, light is going off. It's all sirens are going off at this point, Ben. The Bucks, uh, you know, at one point, Ben, the Bucks looked like one of the big winners from this uh, free agency offseason period. Um, but when that sign and trade for Bogdan Bogdanovich went up in yeah. smoke, that really seemed. Um, to change things. They were on the cusp, Ben. They were on the cusp of getting the Greek freak to sign that max, that super max extension. Of course, they traded for Drew Holiday. Um, But Bogdan Bogdanovich says, I'm not so sure. I'm not really sure that this is where I want to be long term. And Ben, as you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo is a ticking time bomb. Oh my gosh! Is he ever? <laughs> this is something everyone in the league, all our all our uh, sources around the league, are talking about. Um, Giannis, uh, you know, he's a free agent at the end of this off season. It's anyone's guess where he'll sign, what he'll do. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you know, Milwaukee had had a mandate; they had to improve this off season. Um, Drew Holiday, he's a nice player, but they, of course, they 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 traded away all their future assets. Ben, all these, f- yeah all these first round draft picks and i got news for you man i mean eric bledsoe is not exactly chopped liver um they had Mm -hmm. to give him up you know trading him away for drew holiday so i'm concerned man um they they lost one of the lopez brothers i believe it was uh robin lopez who now plays Mm -hmm. for washington dc uh yeah george george hill was a a, a sneak a sneaky vital little bench piece for them yes um i think his loss is going to be felt yeah they don't really have a bench they they lost wes matthews who now is going to play for the lakers uh a lot of concerning stuff here man um the greek freak has got to be looking at this roster and thinking where's my help yeah, yeah, I can't imagine that uh, that this is uh, you know uh, assuaging his his discontent um, in any way. No, one of the one of the big losers for me this offseason was um, my own brain and eyes um, <laughs> for trying to yeah. figure out. I don't know how many articles I read looking for an answer to the a simple answer to the question. <laughs> Why did the Bogdan Bogdanovich sign and trade <laughs> so, between Milwaukee and Sacramento so fall apart? I, I don't. Is there any? It's very unclear to me that satisfaction there that that is uh, achievable. Yeah. No, there, I no... have found so, I've now I've found nothing satisfactory in that regard. Uh, From everything so, I can tell, it's, it's like, so annoying. <laughs> it's like, wait, so do you want to play in Milwaukee or not? It sounds like basic. Did his agent make this trade without even talking right. to him about it? And so he's that's like, no, thing. I don't want to play in Milwaukee. <laughs> It sounds like so clearly like the two teams were in communication. Yes. Um, the players were all in communication. I guess. And I'm trying to figure out was it who leaked it first, uh, basically, and why? Um, and whoever did leak it, like what were they thinking? Because uh, they obviously knew that they were doing all of this stuff before free agency technically began making them a potential target of, you know, NBA tampering investigation, which, of course, ensued. But is it because... I, I, did the I deal fall theory. apart because they didn't want to get in trouble? Or did the deal fall apart because Bogdan actually just changed his mind? Because it seems to me like if he really wanted to go to Milwaukee, like, it just yes. would have happened. Like, it would have worked out, and he would have, you know, either... Whatever, even if the initial sign and trade fell apart due to tampering, uh, he would end up just signing there uh, an offer sheet there anyway. I somehow, I don't know. Little, you know, I heard from a little birdie, Ben. Oh yeah, that. So the, you know, the NBA media circles, man, it is big business breaking these trades, right? And breaking, sure. breaking we all know news that. of these signings. Yeah. So that first big domino to fall was Chris Paul, right? And you know mm-hmm. who got that trade. You know who, who who broke the news on that trade? It was not it was Shams, it was, right? Yeah, it was Shams. It was not yeah. ESPN, right? And I heard Ben that your boy Woj, uh oh, was not happy 
about losing out on the CP3 uh, news. Mm. And he wanted to be first on the Bogdan news. Mm. And he is the one that ran with the story. <laughs> Wait, so Woj blew up the deal? <laughs> I, I'm, what, <laughs> As like petty payback? Basically, from what, I'm under, from what I understand is, Woj was pissed that he didn't break the CP3 trade. Mm. And he, uh, so he leaked, you know, he broke, he like ran with the story that Milwaukee was acquiring Bogdan. And once they like ran with the story, the league was like, but free agent hasn't, free agency hasn't begun. So this is tampering. And, um, cause right. The Chris Paul thing wasn't a free agent. No, Chris Paul was not a a trade. Yeah. Just a straight up trade. That's a player under contract. Yeah. That's, that's totally legal. He's a player under contract. That's totally legal. It's not legal to be like a free agent a week from now will sign a contract extension with a team. And thus we are going to be trading these other players to fill his salary. That's illegal. Even though of course we all know what happens. So one might say that, uh, Woj and, uh, uh, and, uh, ESPN is, uh, took a bit of an L here in, in the off season. So, yeah, I mean, that does actually go a really long way in explaining why no one will just give a fully like every single article is like it's unclear exactly like where the breakdown in communication happened because no one wants to come out and say like it's very strange espn it was actually like a a an element of the media that was the was the actual catalyst for this falling apart um yes i think very weird very very shady i'm pretty sure that is the reason why the deal fell apart because that is wild yeah 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 because um, Woj was the very first person to announce that it was like possibly happening yes Woj announced wow. Drew Holiday and then like um he he framed it as like Milwaukee is executing a mega deal by sending Drew Holiday by getting Drew Holiday and Bogdan Bogdanovich and it was like well kind of I mean, <laughs> like Holiday, yes, he's under contract, <clears throat> but Bogdanovich is not. And he right. framed it as such as like both players are going to be extending. You know, that's why like you first heard like Drew Holiday is very open to extending with the Milwaukee right, Bucks. Right. But Bogdanovich is a free agent. Like he didn't have a contract. Right. So it's like, well. I'm still kind of confused though why the teams. I don't or the, understand. You know, the parties involved. Why would you even leak that information? Like who? Like who's to whose benefit was it to to leak that in the first place? I mean, I guess it's just everyone knows everything before it's announced, and you just it's just you just trust people not to leak it until it's official. Maybe they're also trying to lure players into yeah. sort of jumping on the team or you know help players right, make right. their decisions. I don't know. I imagine it's helpful yeah. for agents, right? It's helpful for agents to know their clients. Like, hey, they're there isn't going to be a stop, a spot for you in Milwaukee. So we should look to this team or that team. Um, yeah, but yeah. Um, all right. Give me really, a, really fun, really fun. saga to follow. Loved it. Um, um, that, do you yeah, have another winner or loser for me? If not, I can, I can give one to you. Sure. Let's see. Um, I've got a winner. Um, well, you know the what? Chicago bulls. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I mean, while we're on the topic, I feel like mm. we should just knock this one out of the park. Uh, the bu- the Bucks to me were a loser. Giannis, oh, obviously. Giannis to me is a winner here. Uh, mm-hmm. Giannis, as we record this podcast, Ben has yet to sign any kind of long term extension with the Bucks beyond this upcoming season. You know, he has a contract for this season, but nothing beyond that. Um, mm-hmm. He isn't a free agent till twenty twenty one, Ben. But a number of teams, including the Bucks, are already trying their damnedest to get this guy into to ink a contract. And who doesn't love options? Oh, yeah. So uh, we have a few notable teams that have essentially bent over backwards to make sure they are eligible to offer this guy a max extension in the offseason, including Toronto, Dallas, Mm -hmm. and New York, baby. New York City. So let's talk about them real quick. Dallas dumped uh, DeLon Wright and Seth Curry to keep their books clear for 2021. Dallas Mm -hmm. is essentially hoping that Josh... Richardson, who they got in return for Seth Curry, will opt out of his contract in 2021 and clear up because he has a player option for that yeah. last year. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I think they're banking on him 
opting out and looking for a longer term deal. Uh, mm-hmm. Toronto says goodbye to Serge Ibaka and Marc Gasol. Neither of those guys would agree to a Giannis friendly one year deal in Toronto. So <clears> goodbye <throat> to them. And of course, but they the did Nets, retain Freddie Van Vliet. Yes, yes, they did wrap up uh, Fred Van Vliet, which is good for them. Yeah. And of course, the Knicks with uh, yeah. you know the, the Knicks keep their war chest of draft picks and cap space and mm-hmm. young players and Coach Tibbs. They have Worldwide West. They have the New York City metropolitan area, Ben, home to the largest Greek population in the United States. We cannot right. count out the New York Knicks as a Giannis destination. So, the Radio City Rockettes, uh, one of the one of the great attractions. <sighs> sure. Um, um, for any NBA player, There's you just, can go and watch them. You know, it, it, yeah, it's a cultural beacon. Uh, the city here, you know, obviously, every, every, everyone knows that the city sells itself. So Giannis mm-hmm. is a big winner here, man. He's going to have some some options um, next off season if he's you know gets a wandering eye. So we didn't uh, even mention the uh, the Miami Heat, who I, I believe also the Miami Heat are potentially some flexibility. Yeah, they have some flexibility. They they were wide open as a Giannis destination uh, until they sent uh, until they signed. Bam out of Bayou, which mm. makes it a little bit trickier. I still think they're going to have upwards of like twenty something million dollars in cap space. Mm, um, gotcha. So they would probably have to finagle some stuff. But yes, the Miami Heat are certainly going to be in play. Probably, you know, probably I would say the lead candidate to to sign Giannis should he look to uh, leave Milwaukee. But mm. um, yeah. Anyways, uh, before I rudely interrupted you, Ben, uh, who were you going to mention as another uh, winner of the offseason? Oh, well, I had dropped in another uh, another team that, yeah, again, not a lot of discussion about, um, but I just want to shine a little spotlight on the very, very slow, very, very steady improvement of the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, um, you know, they didn't do a whole lot, but they signed a guy named Garrett Temple, mm. who is a uh, great locker room presence. Um they did lose Chris Dunn, yeah. uh, who I liked a lot as a, uh, you know, sort of a, a combo guard. Um, he went to uh, Atlanta, which I, I assume we'll probably be talking about um, in the near future. But, uh, but yeah, you know what? Uh, like I like to say, championships, Chris, are not built in a single offseason. Yep. Uh, slow and steady wins the race. Um, Garrett Temple, yeah, he might have been their only, only actual uh, transaction of note. But he's a uh, you know he's a great locker room presence. I think he's really going to do a lot to uh, you know to mentor some of those young guys like Zach Levine and Laurie Markkinen, um, who, as we all know, um, could be you know blossom into superstar players. They just need a little bit of that that veteran leadership, sure. that locker room presence. Um, so I really applaud the Bulls for you know not going for the splashy headline, yep. uh, not going for the uh, you know not not winning the press conference as they say. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I think that they, uh, they really did a lot to, uh, to get one step closer to that elusive championship. Ben, one of my winners, one of my other winners, I love the Bulls, by the way. Uh, yeah, love what they did. (laughs) Love what's happening in Chicago. Yeah. How can you not? Another one of my big winners of the offseason, probably the biggest winner of the offseason, incredibly, the New York Knicks. The Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks have finally been patient. Basketball is back. Look, this is is why we brought Leon Rose and World Wide West to New York, baby. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Incredibly, the Knicks have finally uh, figured out being patient is the answer. The Knicks handed out only a couple of one-year deals, which is so encouraging and exciting. So, uh, you know, should they look to flip guys like Alec Burks or Nerlens Noel or Austin Rivers or Alfred Payton? Mm-hmm. All of these guys can help the team improve now without compromising the development of of youngsters like, you know, R.J. Barrett and Kevin Knox and Mitchell Robinson, all of whom should be the priority this season. Let's not forget about our prize draft pick, Obi Toppin. Obi, Obi Toppin. Yeah, oh my God. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. most importantly, Ben, the Knicks still have over $20 million in available cal- salary cap space this season. So should they want to absorb a, an expiring contract in, in exchange for maybe facilitating a three-way deal for a young mm. player or some draft picks, mm. that's available to them. Uh, mm-hmm. In short, Ben, the Knicks are finally playing the long game. This is what fans have been clamoring for forever. Uh, this is it. Past Knicks front office regime, uh, regimes would have spent all their cap space, you know, in the first 10 minutes of free agency on some shiny, washed-up free agent on a max deal. And for once, for once, Ben, we didn't do that. 
we'll see how long it lasts. I'm I'm encouraged. I'm terrified. Um, we <laughs> we just barely, by the skin of our teeth, did not sign Gordon Hayward. Um, yeah, yeah, really that was a gra- close one. Feeling really yeah. grateful <laughs> to to have avoided that uh, disaster. For a second there, I thought DJ Augustine would be our point guard oh of the future. God. How about locking up DJ Augustine to like a $40 million contract? Wouldn't have that mm. been something? It but, was tempting. But it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Yeah. And um, I'm just counting my blessings, man. Every day I wake up and Russell Westbrook is not on the Knicks feels like a positive, a miracle. sobering day. Like every day yeah. that Russell Westbrook or John Wall is not on the Knicks, oh my God. I feel like... I feel like I feel like a new lease on life. So yeah, I'm staying yeah. positive. Like I said, I'm encouraged. I'm terrified. I have, inc- I have, you know, 30 years worth of PTSD from this team. Um, mm-hmm. But for one week, it's been, you know, positive. And I'm grateful yeah. for that. And it's the holiday season. It's Thanksgiving season. So it's important yes. to keep Let's an reflect eye on, it on, and what, cherish it. on what we're grateful for. Ben, give me a loser. Give, give me a team that you're a little disappointed in and how they handled the last week or so. I mean, you have to feel for the Boston Celtics. Sure. They are a franchise. Right. It's a difficult in time for Boston right now. Complete disarray and complete shambles. Yep. Um, and you, listen, you feel for the Boston players, police department as well. Yeah, yeah. Losing I mean, the, an ally, the entire losing a friend like Robin Hayward, <laughs> losing an absolute ally, a uh, clearly someone who values blue lives, uh, like Robin and and Gordon. Um, you know, it's really got to sting. It's really got to hurt. Um, yeah, I mean, this is the now what third uh, off season in a row that a uh, an all star has just mm. uh, fled fled the city of Boston. Gosh. Uh, at the earliest, uh, you know, I guess possible I never, opportunity. I never thought of it like that, but Kyrie yeah. and Kyrie, Horford. Al Horford, yeah, Gordon yeah. Hayward. And um, Hayward. Yeah, there is a culture there um, that is just—it's just not working. I don't know exactly what it is. I don't really understand. Yeah, you know, obviously, every all of our listeners know how we feel about the city of Boston. Well, there's a um, there is a little green kryptonite you might say ben in that locker room there's a cancerous glowing green yeah it's almost like a neon green ooze that is just slowly dripping down the walls um a cancerous little leprechaun yep it turns out is it is toxic um it is cancer causing um and i i think that everyone is is just absorbing it um you know i think it goes through the air um i think it's gotten into the water supply uh there at the td center Um, which is the best bank by the way which is one of the best banks that it's a fabulous (laughs) it's a great bank it's a great city it's a great police department yeah so i i frankly um you know i i I'm sad. I'm really sad. Um, I feel like the the city deserves better. You know, they deserve uh, championships every year. Yeah. Um, and I just hope that they uh, they can work it out. I hope that um, that that uh, their head coach um, and uh, um, you know what's his name and uh, and Danny Ainge, Brad Stevens can, and Danny, yeah. Brad Stevens and Danny Ainge. You know the the, the power couple. Um, I th- I think that there's bright bright days ahead. I just hope that they can work it out yeah. and figure it out oh. and. Um, you know they, they probably have to just tear it all down and, and start start clean yeah um but uh yeah i mean you know when you got a city like that it's only a matter of time until it turns around so. they did get jason tatum to resign but you're worried about how that contract ages you're worried about yeah. if a guy like that can really you know is that a modern basketball player is that a guy that you want to build your franchise around i'm can not he sure. coexist with jalen brown i don't think he can not sure. um yeah. you know when he looks around and he sees um you know, Daniel Tice is his number one, number two star. Right. He's gonna think, you know what? Maybe, maybe I should start. Uh, my, my gaze might might need to start right. wandering elsewhere. Is you know? it my team or is it Kemba Walker's team? Is it my team or mm. is it Marcus Smart's team? Uh, the, mm-hmm. These are questions that are gonna be running through the head of Jason Tatum. Then another loser for me, and this is difficult because these are guys I like a lot. Um, another loser for me from this past week are a couple of young players with great futures, but Zion Williamson and Lonzo Ball, I mm. feel like these guys took an L. Because, Ben, did you know that the New Orleans Pelicans traded for Steven Adams? 
Yeah, that was a head scratcher. They acquired Stephen Adams from the Thunder for, wait for it, Ben, uh, George Hill, Josh mm-hmm. Gray, Kenrick Williams, Zylan Cheatham, Darius Miller, a 2023 protected first round pick, and two second round mm. picks. But Ben, mm. it gets better. They didn't just trade all that crap for Stephen for Stephen Adams. They also extended Stephen Adams. They felt that Stephen yeah. Adams wasn't making enough money this season. He makes $27 million this season. They wanted to take it a step further. So they gave him a two-year extension, Ben, for $35 million. It's really great stuff, man. Thankfully, um, the last time I checked, Stephen Adams is an immobile seven-footer who plays exclusively in the paint. He doesn't stretch yeah. to the three-point line. Does it's, not shoot the ball beyond about four no. feet from the basket. His greatest value, Ben, is essentially as like an energy hustle, rebound-sucking enforcer. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds like an awesome compliment to Zion Williamson, whose greatest skill is, let me see here, dunking and playing above the rim, catching mm-hmm. and snatching rebounds. Yeah, so, controlling the paint, getting offensive rebounds. <laughs> correct me if um, I'm wrong, Ben. And didn't the Pelicans just draft Jackson Hayes last year with the eighth pick in the first round in the draft? Wow, I literally forgot about him. Center? Yeah, Isn't he also a yeah, seven-footer? Definitely a seven-foot center. <sighs> Also, Ben, um, the Pelicans inked Brandon Ingram to a max contract extension, leaving virtually no salary cap space available to extend mm. Lonzo Ball. They just drafted a point guard in Kira Lewis Jr. They've traded for Eric Bledsoe. Ben, what the hell is going on in New York? Oh, Orleans? that's right. They still have Eric Bledsoe there. Yeah, okay, they, that's a very, very they have weird Eric team. Eric Bledsoe under contract for two or three seasons? It's like. I don't know. All of a sudden, if I'm Zion, who's I'll... like a shoot? Who's a shooter on that team? Like who's JJ. an actually JJ Redick? That's right. I forgot they still have him. <laughs> yeah, they have JJ. Yeah, but besides JJ, they don't like. And JJ is not even a starter at this point. Is he? Is he no. going to be a, a starting two guard? They might. Um, they might start him out of necessity. But I mean, it's not yeah. his. His ideal spot is like a sixth, seventh man coming off the bench as a sharpshooter. But all of a right. sudden, Ben, if I'm Zion Williamson, if I'm Lonzo Ball, I am looking around thinking, maybe I need to get the hell out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't love that. I don't love that fit. Got to. Got to be honest with if you. Only, I'm not a fan of the fit. If only there was a great. If only there was a great franchise with a bunch of available salary cap space that I could mm-hmm. force my way to. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. keep an eye on that, Ben. Give me, yep. uh, give me one of your winners or losers, um, if you have any more from the from the last week or so. Uh, you know, I think when you talk winners and losers, you gotta you gotta look at the uh, at the Philadelphia 76ers yeah. as a big time winner. Um, you know, it's we talk about the Knicks and their sort of. You know, new uh, new chapter in their history, but the Sixers with Daryl Morey in town, yeah. it really does feel like you know a whole new day. Um, they didn't do a whole lot in free agency. Most most of their moves came um, on the trade market, but uh, but they did bring in a big time superstar in Dwight Howard. <sighs> Superman himself is coming to Philadelphia. Um, I mean, you gotta love that. This guy is a winner. I can't he, believe. Uh, yeah, I can't believe they just offloaded those contracts too. I mean, yeah. it feels like Maury just like moved off all the big immovable contracts, quote unquote, yeah. immovable contracts. Horford, uh, Richardson is not immovable. I mean, he's a good player, but like mm-hmm. they pretty quickly just did exactly what you would want them to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like honestly like for anyone who actually is curious like what the Sixers are doing um I would just point you to uh the Twitter account of Ben Dietrich who's like yes pointing out like just the the true shooting percentage of like all the the players they've brought in um Seth Curry they got Avery Bradley too which I forgot about yeah right um yeah he's a very nice little piece um hang on let me look up uh I mean, obviously, Howard is just you know just very like efficient players. Like that's what they're what they're really prizing. Yeah. Um, and also players that shoot three pointers uh, for a change, which is should be should be useful. Um, you know, in uh, in today's NBA. So, yeah, I love uh, love what the Sixers are doing. I can't wait to see like how they actually play now with yes. like uh, a more or less like different 
differently constructed team. Yep. Um, so yeah, pretty excited about that actually. So Ben, I mentioned that I had a winners, losers, and a jury is still out column. Right, jury out. Yeah. yeah very, very curious to see who you're still on the fence. Well, about. this next one, Ben, was originally a jury still out team, but the more that I think about it, I think the jury is back. I think the jury is in. And one of the big winners from the last week, I think, Ben, are the Detroit Pistons, man. Oh, yeah. Got to call them a you winner. Know, I, How can you not? Again, I had them as a jury's out candidate, but the more that I think about it, the more that I realize the Pistons are playing three- or four-dimensional chess while the rest of the mm-hmm. league is still playing checkers. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. listen to this, man. GM Troy Weaver shipped out his three best young players, Christian Wood, Bruce Brown, and Luke Kennard. He sent mm-hmm. out t- he sent out five second round draft picks and a future first, then acquired two first round picks and two seconds and used cap room to sign Jeremy Grant and Mason Plumley. Mm-hmm. By the way, it's important to note Jeremy Grant got the exact same contract offer from the Nuggets. They matched the, the Pistons contract and he declined it. He declined mm-hmm. it. And why why, Ben? Why would you want to play for the most exciting team in the Western Conference when you get the keys to that vaunted Detroit Pistons offense? Yeah, um, the keys to the Ferrari. Oh, baby. You don't, you don't think Ferraris are made in Detroit? No way. Guess what they are. Yes. That's an American-made sports car right there, and uh, Jeremy Grant is now in the driver's seat the Pistons, of that Detroit Ferrari. Yeah, the Pistons use their cap space to sign vets who are... At best, role players. At worst, major contractual liabilities. Jeremy mm-hmm. Grant for three years, sixty million bucks. Mason Plumley three years for twenty-five million bucks. You can't, you you can't buy that kind of innovation, man. Um, or Mm-mm. maybe you can't. Like I guess technically they did buy that kind of. Technically innov- they did, yeah. um, <laughs> but it takes but a certain level of inspiration, right? takes yeah, a certain yeah. amount of courage. They traded Luke Kennard for a first-round pick, which they, they used on Sadiq Bey. And they traded Luke Kennard for a first-round pick, which they used on Sadiq Bey, and four second-rounders so that they could acquire Rodney Magruder's contract, which will they'll then stretch over salary cap space. Love that They move. traded a backup center, Tony Bradley, for Zaire Smith. Then they just waved, mm-hmm. they just waved Zaire Smith. Mm-hmm. Process, do that. process yeah. legend Zaire Smith, Christian mm-hmm. Wood, who's 25, easily the team's best player last year. They essentially just gave him to Houston in a sign and trade for Trevor Ariza's contract and a pick. And they did that. Why? They did that so they could rebuild around Mason Plumley and Jeremy Grant. There's one name there, Chris, that I think you're forgetting. What's that? Which name? is. Josh Jackson. Oh, yeah, Josh um, Jackson. That's right. For my money, one of the most exciting up-and-comer, uh, up-and-coming players in the entire league. Um, you know, he's he's been around a little bit, uh, you yes. could say. But, you know, you just never felt like he was in the right situation. I really see big things for this kid. Um, Look. I- love Double J, Josh Jackson. I think he could be a future star Yes, uh, in, in Detroit. And I think he's going to be uh, sitting, sitting sh- riding shotgun, if you will, Yes, in that Detroit uh, Lamborghini Ferrari uh, alongside uh, Jeremy Grant. So, Do you have any other winners, losers, teams you're curious about? Um, anything? Like, give, give me a thought on the, uh, the Phoenix Suns acquiring CP3, or give me a thought mm. on... Uh, I don't know. Give me a thought on what, what were some of the other trades? Ricky Rubio headed to Minnesota or give me a thought mm-hmm. on Kelly Oubre going to the Warriors. Winners, losers, jury's still out. I mean, I think they're all winners. Yeah. Um, you know, I think one team that I do have to call a loser, however, is uh, is the Indiana Pacers. Sure. Um, of course, they were in the running for Gordon, Gordon. Hayward. Yeah. Um, I was really, really excited um, for the idea of Gordon Hayward uh, achieving the holy trinity of NBA racist cities um, <laughs> with uh, Utah, Boston, and then Indiana. Oh, I man. mean, that would have been an unprecedented run of white nationalism, of, yeah. of NBA racism. Yeah. <laughs> um, but sadly, Indiana just barely missed out at the last second. They couldn't quite close the deal. 
<laughs> apparently Indiana. Um, well, then, you know, while very while very white, just didn't quite have that southern yeah. charm that I think Gordon. The Charlotte was Police for. Department really closed in. They just yeah, they gave yeah. they they gave Robin Hayward the bag, as they say, and uh, yeah. yeah. I got to be honest with you. I think one of the major turnoffs was probably uh, Pete Buttigieg. I think um, <laughs> I think his I think his wokeness on the campaign trail. Yes, you know I, he's Native the guy. Son. Yeah, very very uh, you know closely associated, of course, um, with with the state of Indiana. Um, and I think that um, that his efforts to sort of you know change the 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 reputation of that state um may have may have rubbed gordon the wrong way a little bit so um sorry indiana um you were you were real close but uh better luck next time all right let me buoy some spirits here i have a couple more winners i'll I'll keep it real quick uh a winner for me is uh maybe a little bit of a under the radar name here, but it's Cade Cunningham. That's the mm. 19-year-old freshman who's going to be playing at Oklahoma State this year. Ben, mm-hmm. he's a six-seven lead ball handler. He's got a seven-foot wingspan. He plays the point guard. He, he he's a sort of a Ben Simmonsy kind of jumbo-sized point guard. Mm. Um, he's a he he's an incredible big lead ball handler. Um, everyone is looking for this guy. This is the consensus number one overall pick heading into next year's draft. This is one of those transformational talents. This guy is going to wind up with a quality team next year. Cade, if you're listening, you need to start looking for real estate in New York City, Oklahoma City, Mm -hmm. Detroit, Cleveland, Orlando, Sacramento, San Antonio, and yes, Boston. Um, Another one of my winners, Ben, is Oklahoma City. Uh, I mean, Mm -hmm, listen, mm -hmm. they move off. CP3, they move off Steven Adams, they flip Danny Green. It all seems pretty good to me, man. Sam Presti is crushing it in OKC after, you know, seeing Durant, Westbrook, Harden all leave town one after another, one season after Sam Presti uh, sells high on Paul George and lands Shea Gilgis Alexander and a truckload of picks, he sells high on Chris Ball. Uh, on Chris Paul, he lands a pick and some good young players. Um, and you know, after, after the CP three trade, the thunder had, I think it was 17 first round picks over the next six years. Um, Presti is really, you know, he's building a great foundation there of experimentation and Frankenstein sort of basketball, very exciting stuff. Um, yeah. I love this, uh, this current, uh, starting lineup, uh, for the Oklahoma city thunder, my God. uh, SGA at point, um, and then we got names like Hamadou Diallo, yeah. Lugens Dort, sure. and Darius Baisley um, Vets. rounding out. Yeah, um, and then of course Al Horford uh, holding down the center position. Love that. But um, yeah, I mean, I I am actually like thrilled at the idea of yes. Lugens Dort being like featured. Uh, you know, just yeah, like a, a featured like a, like part a, of the like offense. A star player. Give me point yeah. Dort. Yeah, even mm-hmm. slide point <laughs> slide slide SGA over to the shooting guard. Let me have a point Dort. Oh, I would love a point Dort. Yeah, yeah, um, that'd be incredible. Yeah, other, um, some other yeah, winners. Lo- sorry, sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah, no. Um I mean we could talk about Atlanta. Uh they just went buck wild. I, I have them in my um, jury's out column, man. I mean yeah. so I mean it's a little I'm definitely a little, you know, sort of curious to see how that's that's all gonna fit. They have a lot of incoming pieces. Gallinari without a lot of Ro- outgoing. Gallinari, Rondo, Chris Dunn, Bogdanovich as free agents. Yeah. They draft Yeah, U- they they of course landed the Bogdan yeah. sweepstakes. They draft USC big man uh Aneka Okongwu. They also last year low he acquired Clint Capella at the 2020 trade deadline. Yeah. He's yet to even play a game for them yet. Right. So right. a lot of moving pieces there. It seems to me that the front court is pretty crowded, especially. Yeah, it definitely doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Gallinari, like not... yeah, Gallinari's best position, frankly, is at the four. Um, he yeah. is not quick enough at this point in his career to guard threes. So right. he really needs to play the four, and they seem to have made a financial commitment to him. So if he's yeah. playing the four, and they have Clint Capella at the five, they just drafted a Kongwu to also play the five slash four. It seems like that that's going to be pretty crowded with like you know financial and draft commitments and obligations. So it seems to me the odd man out is going to be John Collins here. 
Yeah, which is really confusing because right. I have always loved him. Love I always him. thought that he was going to be, you know, sort of a major building block for them he's, with Trey Young. What a twenty-two-year-old. You know, he's like a poor man's Obi Toppin. Basically, he's a he's a dunking. Yeah. You know, he's he's a dunking machine, a rebounding machine. Uh, yeah, who, can stretch out to three pretty well. Yeah. you know, great hands. Seems like, like he should have catcher. a place in the league, especially on a young rebuilding team. Which last time I checked, I thought Atlanta was. But right. Ben, this is like we talked about that those ticking time bombs. These these marquee star talents, you have to satiate them. You have to keep yeah. them happy, or you just else gotta bend over backwards. They get yeah. they get on they get upset and they leave. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So that is yeah, what we have very here. Very sensitive, these stars. That is what we have here with Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks. So John Collins may or may not be on the block. Yeah. Um, remember Kevin Herter? Like remember, he, like yeah. he was like a like a like a rising star. It's, Suddenly he's gonna be like yeah. you know fighting for minutes. Didn't, DeAndre Hunter, didn't Dwayne Cam Wade, Reddish. Remember? Didn't Dwayne Wade say like something like he's like the next Dwayne Wade or whatever? He, like he was Kevin Herter's like <laughs> huge huge Kevin Herter fan. Yeah. Wow. Did not realize yeah, that. But like, um, does he have a role on the team? I don't really understand. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, in my winners column, uh, I, yeah, I mentioned Oklahoma City. Uh, you mentioned Harry Giles. I think that's a fun mm. contract. Happy for that guy. I hope, I hope. I mean, a lot of people are saying that Portland like won free agency, sure. um, which I don't know. I don't know about uh, that. Slow but down like, a little bit, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I love Covington. Right, that's a fun addition sure. for them. Um, and his Cantor, I guess, is sure. still serviceable. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm mostly just happy for Harry Giles. I I hope that guy is healthy and like has a chance to. Yeah, I really good. want to see him do yeah, some stuff. Yeah, it would be cool if like he was healthy and could play. Um, and then you know, fans of uh, I think winners, uh, other winners are just fans of the Serge Baca cooking show. How hungry are you? Mm-hmm. Right, we get Serge and Kawhi reunited sure. once again with the Clippers in Los Angeles. Um, and your boy Davies Bertans, man. I mean, inking oh, that yeah. eighty million dollar contract on the iPad. He signs it with, with his Love finger. It. How exciting is that? Um, yeah, doing doing million dollar deals on an iPad. Yeah, um, what a, what yeah, a time pretty, to be alive. Pretty cool. And I got to admit, yeah. man, I'm a little nervous in terms of my losers. I mean, I, I hate doing this, but I mean, the Lakers. I think the Lakers lost the off season here. I mean, Montrezl yeah. Harrell is a nice player. Um, you know, he won six man of the year, but his game mm-hmm. completely fell apart in the postseason, right? I mean, this is six a guy, man of the year, oddly not playable in a playoff game. Unplayable was run off yeah. the court by the Joker, Jokic, and yeah. um, I am not a huge fan of the signing, man. Again, it's 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 mostly about fit here. I think he's a nice player, but the thing that worked for the Lakers in the postseason was you know, pulling their rim runners off the floor and and spacing the bigs out and allowing Anthony Davis to sort of dominate at the five. The problem with this is Montrezl Harrell doesn't accomplish any of that, right? Like Montrezl Harrell doesn't, he can't stretch to the three-point line. Um, And so he, to me, basically clogs up the paint for Anthony Davis. He clogs up the paint for LeBron. I understand people are saying, oh, he's going to dominate with the second team between him and Dennis Schroeder. I mean, that seems like a steep price to pay, you know, Mm -hmm. and if these guys can't play in the playoffs, if they can't play big minutes in the playoffs, like it seems a steep price to pay to give this guy $19 million over the next two years to be an energy guy off the bench. So, and, and most importantly, you lose Dwight Howard who was the soul, the backbone of that team, you lose a guy like... The heart like, and soul of the entire team. You lose yeah, a guy frankly. like Danny Green, and you replace him with who? Uh, Wes Matthews? And the last time I checked, yeah. Danny Green made a, makes a lot more money than Wes Matthews, and there's a mm-hmm. reason for that. Um, and it's because Danny Green's a better player. And it's because he wins championships, w- that's why. He's a champion. And um, yeah. so we're concerned. Obviously, you know, I understand... Losing JaVale McGee also, you know, not ideal. Not ideal. And the Lakers are yeah. trying to, of course, you know, uh, they're trying to grow and they're trying to use winning the bubble tournament as a springboard. Um, but the Toronto Raptors are still the defending champions in the NBA. Um, they are, yeah. We're happy- a lot of people, yeah, yeah I- a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of listeners might remember, Chris, that I uh, boldly predicted at the um, prior to last season that the Lakers would not 
be a playoff team. Right. Um, and they, they were not. I mean, they, they... I stand... Yep, I stand by that prediction. Yeah, the, um, the bubble was a was a fun sort mm, of... Um, yeah, it, it was an off-season tournament. It was, it was, it was an off-season a, tournament you know. largely for America to um, learn to have hope and, and to mm-hmm. have regain its self-esteem and to get back to work. Um, but that was... Yeah, which we all did. That was not real. Thank, uh, thank you. But... That was yeah. not real. There were no real NBA fans there, Ben. So, um, no. you know, we're we're happy for the purple and gold, but um, it was mostly a means for uh, Barack Obama to be entertained, right. um, of course. Which we're all really happy Thrilled that for. that he was able to um, to have some good content to to watch over the summer and the fall. As was I. Um, as was I. I think yeah. we all. It was a victory lap for all of us. But again, that was not that was not the not Larry. An official that was not the post-season. Larry OB, uh, you know, trophy that they won. That was simply no. a bubble. So yeah. um, it was it was an it was an ersatz uh, plastic trophy right. that that was handed out. That's um, right. So I'm going to double down on on my prediction, Chris, and I'm going to say that the Los Angeles Lakers will not make the playoffs Oof. in 2021. Um, I know it's a bold claim. Oof. I know it's a big, you know, it's a hot take, but that's what we do here. Yeah. You know, we lay it on the line. All right. um, yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and put that down on the record. Well, and, folks, uh, he's putting his neck yeah. on the line. Of course, Ben has asked for a, a salary increase. He's asked for his Christmas bonus. We need those iTunes reviews. If you're listening, please rate and review yeah. us in iTunes. Again, you can follow us on uh, social media, Twitter, Instagram. The handle is at SwishFMRadio. Email us your thoughts, questions, whatever it is, to SwishFMRadio at gmail.com. All of our previous episodes are up on the website, swishfm.com. And uh, that is all for now, Ben. Have a happy Thanksgiving. It was great talking to you. And uh, season's right around the corner here, man. So I need you to I need you to buckle up and get ready for this. Yeah, I'm buckling up. Yeah, everyone have a, a really great Thanksgiving. Um, I hope that you are remaining healthy yes. and uh, take some time to to rest and reflect and uh and just chill just chill yep. out and relax all right man and um enjoy enjoy uh enjoy enjoy the nba off season until until the next emergency pod which again could happen at any moment any minute any yeah, moment literally it could be later today <laughs> i need you yeah. staying ready and prepared so um yep till, i've got my blackberries all charged up till next and, time uh, ben i need you getting rested and staying locked in do not you know i know you're gonna have a piece of turkey but and then the the blackberry is gonna start vibrating so we, exactly. we know you'll stay yep. locked in and ready and uh we'll talk to you next week man all right, a pleasure as always, my friend. You can listen to Switch. 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 Switch.